let's talk about Tyler Boyd. Now, we're not buying Tyler Boyd. Okay, I think that's obvious. We're going to sell Tyler Boyd. And Tyler Boyd cannot be sold on his own, right? No. Like, but he had a huge week seven. And in this type of situation, you have to try to add him to some sort of package where you can upgrade, right? So you have to mm-hmm. add him onto good players in a package, an outgoing package to try and upgrade, okay? So if you look at Boyd's game log, it looks pretty solid. It looks really yeah. solid. He's actually the current wide receiver 17 right now. Okay, you know so those are great those are great selling points. Game log it reminds me of. Sorry, did you hear me? I, I don't know. It no. was lagging because you responded a little bit late. It reminds me of Michael Pittman. Oh, there you go. There you if go. You look at maybe, it. Just maybe you game uh, game, two maybe ball you, up games. Maybe you put Tyler a Boyd. Safe, a safe floor. I hear that, man. Maybe put Tyler Boyd and another guy, and maybe go get Ty- Michael Pittman. You know, maybe you could just buy Michael Pittman straight up for Tyler Boyd. That, that probably won't happen. No. But you know, you might want you might be able to add a little something to it to uh, to upgrade, right? And that's kind of what we're looking at. You're not necessarily looking to upgrade from Tyler Boyd to a better player than Tyler Boyd, but it's more like you know, you package up a, a better player than Michael Boyd, somebody who you're starting every week, who would anyone would start every week, add Michael Boyd, uh, Tyler Boyd to it. That, 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 was that saying Michael Boyd? Tyler Boyd to it, yeah, and so. then um, and then you would and then you could upgrade that other player. That's in this package. I hope that makes sense. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. So, like, I just sold my uh, Tyler Boyd very recently. I was able to get Jonathan Taylor in a package with Tyler Boyd. Okay, it was a three for one type of deal, but you know, it, it it worked. Okay, so like Tyler Boyd, the people who are desperate, people who need wide receivers, some depth, and all that, like, you never know what could happen. Okay, so I would put those packages together right now, right after Tyler Boyd had an amazing game. Right. I think that's the only way to approach it because that's I think that's all Tyler Boyd is going to be just a nice little add to a trade piece. Okay, Zach is having some some audio issues right now, so we're gonna get him off for now, um, and then we'll we'll bring him back in once his audio gets a little bit better. Um, but let's let's continue. I'm gonna go move on to Aaron Jones right now. Aaron Jones, he's been super frustrating to have this year, um, but he just had a two touchdown game. Right, and you have to sell the Packers' offense hasn't looked good, and this touchdown he he just had a ten target game as well, so that's likely a flash in the pan. So I'm hoping that you know you can take advantage of that situation. AJ Dillon hasn't been somebody who you know has been super involved, but at the same time, like I don't think I'm going to be depending on Aaron Jones moving forward. That's that's kind of where I'm at with this, with, with Aaron Jones. Now, if you have Aaron Jones, he's been frustrating, but this is kind of a situation that you've been hoping for. You've been hoping for him to have a big game so that you can potentially move him. So I'm adding Aaron Jones plus another guy, uh, another player to that package, um, and I'm going to potentially move up and try to upgrade from Aaron Jones. Uh, if I can get a wide receiver too for Aaron Jones, i do that right now. Okay. Another guy I want to sell right now is Debo Samuel. And this one's tough, obviously, because we know Debo Samuel is a very talented player. But Brandon Ayuk, he has seen more target share than Debo uh, over the last two weeks, right? And now Christian McCaffrey is going to come in and take some of the overall target share away as well from Debo Samuel and all these other guys. So, you know, you got Kittle getting some target share. You got Debo getting target share. You got you got uh, Brandon Ayuk. And now you're going to get Christian McCaffrey. Right. And on top of that, Debo is dealing with a hamstring injury right now. So while that's happening, I am going to sell uh, Debo Samuel. 
he hasn't even put like these crazy games together this year so far, right? He's had one blow up game so far. He's been relatively consistent for you, but at the end of the day, he hasn't really won you games. Uh, he's won you one week, that week where you know Jimmy found him, you know, in the middle of the field, and he was able to like break fourteen tackles against the Rams, um, you know, for that long touchdown. But outside of that, it hasn't really been crazy, right? So I'm looking to sell him now. I think there's still an allure around Debo Samuel where you can try to, you know. Uh, you know, get some serious value back. And people might be viewing Debo Samuel as this high-end, you know, this wide receiver one every single week. And I don't view him as a wide receiver one right now, right? On top of that, is he going to get the type of carries that he was getting out of the backfield? He might get a few, a couple of game, but I don't think he's going to get four, five, six with Christian McCaffrey there, right? That could potentially um, take away his value as well. Is he going to get as many of those goal line packages, right around the red zone where he kind of gets those carries, those end arounds and, and makes his way into the end zone. Now his efficiency can go up with Christian McCaffrey there because defense is going to have to pay attention to both, but I'm not depending on that. I want to depend on volume. And that's part of the reason why I wasn't drafting Debo Samuel this year. So I'm selling him if I have him, and that's about it. All right. Those are all of the buys and sells that I had. Um, I do want to answer a few questions that are in the chat right now um, since we're kind of early on time here. So let's go ahead and, and get the, a couple of those in there. Um, a couple of trade questions, if possible. So AJ Ramos, appreciate the question, man. Uh, we got Saquon. He's given up Saquon Barkley for Amon Ross St. Brown and Michael Pittman. I think this is a, a, a very even trade. Um, AJ, it would really depend on who your running backs are. If you have a couple of high-end running backs, I'm okay with this deal because Amon Ross St. Brown is a high is a is a solid wide receiver one, top six, top seven wide receiver for fantasy. So I'm cool with this, cool with this, deal, especially in PPR leagues. Um if you can let me know who your running backs are in the chat right now, that'll be awesome so that I could see. Um, but if your running backs are solid, I'll do this deal. If you don't have solid running backs, I might not because you're not getting a running back back in this deal. Um, running backs are, you know, rare to have high end running backs are very rare to have this year. I might not do this deal. If that's the case, but in a vacuum, I think this deal is fine. Let's go on to another trade question. Let's see who else we can get here. Rollins 15 is asking, should I just go ahead and trade Ford net for ETN? You know, if you want to get rid of the risk, I'm okay with this deal. I think Fournette's ceiling is a little higher in that offense. You know, especially with how he's been using the passing game in most of these games this year. So I think I'd rather keep Fournette right now, not trade him one for one for ETN just yet. I think you can potentially get a little bit more. If you can squeeze a little bit more out of the ETN manager, I might do that. But I think that's a he's a solid target right now because he hasn't ETN necessarily hasn't necessarily blown up yet. It's his backfield, but he hasn't had his blow up game just yet, and it's coming. Philip Kurtz is asking, think it's possible to get Amara for Godwin straight up 10 man PPR dynasty league. Ah, oh, man, in a dynasty league, it's possible. It is possible. I think, you know, Amara St. Brown being a fourth round wide receiver, you know, his overall dynasty value hasn't been extremely high, but the performances that he has, has elevated him. Right. And you don't want to bet on fourth round wide receivers in dynasty, but at the same time, this is a situation where, you know, you could be potentially buying in cheap. I'm okay with this deal. However, Chris Godwin is, is a pretty, he's probably a top 15 dynasty wide receiver right now. Amara St. Brown's probably top 20, right? If you want to take, take the shot on this, I get it. I think Amara St. Brown's ceiling is higher. So I'm okay with this. 
and yes, I do think you can. I do think that this is possible in Dynasty. Not not in redraft, obviously, but in Dynasty, I do think it's possible. K Bar is asking, would you trade Ramondre Stevenson for Jonathan Taylor? His other running backs are Mixon. He has both James Conner and Eno Benjamin, and he has Patterson on injured reserve. This is, you know, this is one of those deals, man. Um, if this is a PPR league, you know, I don't know. I mean, I I do like Taylor more rest of season. I think I would make this move. However, you know, I think I might try to get Taylor a different way, if possible. You know, I I, I kind of wanna if I could trade Mixon plus another piece for Taylor, I think I prefer to do that. Um, I, if I could, if I could, and, and, you know, get back another piece with Taylor, um, you know, if, you know, I kind of want to balance this deal out a little bit more if possible, uh, but in a vacuum Stevenson to get back Jonathan Taylor, I think that's fine. I think Taylor does have more upside, especially with Damian Harris still in that backfield. You never know. Damian Harris can get moved and then Stevenson's the guy, right? So I would, I would, I would hold off for now personally, but I think that you can potentially use other pieces to buy Jonathan Taylor. I might hold off on that. Okay. Connor uh, Connor Heim is asking, should I trade Josh Jacobs and Cortland Sutton for Hopkins and ETN? Um, I, I would not make this deal, Connor. Um, he has JT, Mixon, and Kenneth Walker as well. That's some solid running backs right there. I would not make this deal. Josh Jacobs is, you know, the best running back that you have right now. And I don't, I don't say that lightly. You know, you have JT, you have Mixon, you have Walker, but I don't want to get rid of my best asset, you know, and, and move him. I'd rather, if you want Hopkins, you can get him, but you'll be buying him high. I'd rather get rid of Mixon, Walker, JT. I don't want to get rid of any of those guys. So personally, I might end up, I might want to trade two of these running backs to a running back needy team and upgrade. Like, can you trade Mixon and Walker for Christian McCaffrey? Like, I'd rather do that, right? If you're looking for a wide receiver, I'd rather trade one for one. One of these one of these running backs for a wide receiver instead. All right. That's kind of how I view it. Trey's asking, is Hopkins a sell-high player? I think he is. You know, I'm, I, I should have put him on the show here. He should have been on the show as a sell-high. I do want to trade Hopkins high right now. Um, he, is, he had 50% target share in his first game. That's not going to happen, obviously. Okay, Rondell Moore was in was Rondell Moore was playing on the outside. That's not going to happen. He's going to play in the slot and he's going to get seven to eight targets a game. Zach Ertz only had a, a couple of targets in this game. That's not going to happen. He's going to get five, six, seven targets a game. Robbie Anderson is going to be their their deep threat. He's going to get some targets a game. Last year, Hopkins didn't get ten plus targets in any game, except one, and that was later on when he was banged up. But through the first seven, eight games before he was really hurt, he didn't have one double-digit target game. Okay? Uh, On top of that, you're going to have Marquise Brown coming back, you know, maybe in four weeks or something like that, five weeks potentially. At that point, I wouldn't bet against Hollywood to get more targets than Hopkins. So, yeah, I do think Hopkins is a sell-high player, um, and you can get some good value from Hopkins, and I would do that. I wouldn't sell him for peanuts. But I feel like the allure around Hopkins, him coming back, and then him having a big game, I would look at I would look at the circumstances of this and realize that this is not what's going to happen moving forward. Also, Hopkins played like fifty percent out of his routes out of the slot. 
that's not going to happen either. Especially considering the guys that they do have playing out of the slot on, on a regular basis. Fabian's asking, are we still selling Ramadri Stevenson? No, we are not. We are not selling him. 77% of snaps this past week with Damian Harris there, with him practicing in full all week long. I'm not selling Ramondre right now until I see this becoming more of a split between him and Harris. But the fact that Harris only had three carries in this game, that bodes well for Ramondre Stevenson moving forward. All right, that's going to do it, guys, for this episode. Appreciate you guys so much. Uh, hopefully, Zach... We'll be back <laughs> tomorrow. He'll fix his audio issues uh, and, and we'll be good to go. Tomorrow, we're going to go over our quarterback rankings and our running back rankings. So make sure you get you tune in for that 9 a.m. Eastern time, or you can listen to it on the podcast, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you could subscribe to the podcast on one of those platforms, that would mean the world to us. If you're watching on YouTube, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, Upper Hand Fantasy YouTube channel. That would mean the world to us as well. Appreciate you guys. Take it easy. See ya.